back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And this week, okay, we talked about this a little bit earlier. We kind of gave each other the same movie again, kind of. Basically the same premise. Which and is, first of all, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, who, I'll explain what the show is this week. Yeah. Each week, uh, we are given a theme uh, by emails or by Patreon or whoever, or sometimes we choose our own themes. Uh, and then we go and we pick two movies based on those themes. I pick a movie for mom to watch. Mom picks a movie for me to watch. Yep. And then we come and we talk about them. Yes. This, so like we said, th- th- we kind of picked the same movie, which is weird. Because I looked up when they came out. Did you look when they came out? Same year, right? 1989? Two months apart. Wow. Roadhouse was first and then UHF was second. But it's crazy because it. part of it is they're so... There's such an 80s plot. Absolutely. Like, that's just the 80s. That's, you know what I mean? Right. It, that's a very generic, I come in, it, it almost harkens back to Westerns. Come in, clean up the town. Exactly. Or whatever, and then change it. All right, right so mom's going to go first. Okay. Oh, wait, I, wait. We got to talk about the th- what, what the theme was. Yes, and who gave us the theme. But before we do that, I do want to say again, so it's Reuben and, and the mom, and Theodore is here, so if you hear crunching and noise, it's Theodore, so that's mom's all that weird. is. Mom's weird about like making sure people know Theodore is making that extra noise. Like, Well, I just want people to know what it is. So <laughs> it's Theodore. He's having a little treat again. And I get lots of emails. People just assume it's you. They're like, your mom sounds crunchy. crunchy. <laughs> making crunchy sounds. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what's our theme this week, Ruben? Our theme this week was... I already forgot it. It was... Oh, it was it was bad movies that you enjoy watching. That's right. Bad right. movies that are, are so bad they're fun, or it just is kind of movies that are not great, but you that still enjoy love. watching exactly. them. They're still fun. And where did this theme come from? This came from an email from Rachel. Not yes, it did. thought it came from Luis, but okay. No, Luis is going to be the this next week. Sorry. Next week. So, Rachel, thanks for the theme. Yeah. I'm laughing because I messed it up, but That's thank you, fine. Rachel, for Whatever. coming Spoiler up Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, so I took absolutely no notes on this one, so it's Why? all in my brain. Well, because I've seen it before, so we'll just <laughs> see how it goes. So, I've seen it a couple of times, I think. I have seen this movie, no exaggeration, right. over a hundred times. Wow. I've seen it maybe three times. <sighs> so good. Not really, but, okay. So, 1989 stars Weird Al Yankovic, who mm-hmm. is a very special person in our household. Yes. How many times have you seen him in concert? Three. And I've seen him two times. And he always puts on an amazing show. He's amazing. So we've always been a big fan. I oh, think you yeah. guys just kind of grew up with it. We kind of yeah, exposed it. absolutely. To... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. Because... But we still exposed it to it. Yeah, fifth grade, I think, is when you went to your first concert with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think, was it a, a prize America. at a walk at a Yes. And, and, and a walk-a-thon. A walk a thon A walk a thon But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Dad got me the tickets for my birthday? Uh, yes, and we won, well, Dad basically stood in front of the table and was like, I'm just going to keep bidding, and it was... Well, and you know, Dad is just such a little and frail guy, especially at that time. Dad was definitely not physically imposing. Yeah, no, Although I do bit. like to think that there's a table for Weird Al Yankovic tickets, and there's just this large man being like, no, 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 these are for me. And yeah, there's like and that's this... exactly what happened, because they were... Tickets to the amusement park because he was playing at the local amusement park. And I think it was for, I think it was for five because yep. the family of five had given them up. But we, we took my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Five because it was the four of us and a friend. Anyway, so starring Weird Eye Yankovic and Anthony Geary, who I, who played Philo. The, uh, Philo. Philo, the scientist. I love Philo. It, um, I know him better, of course, for many, 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 many years. It was Luke Spencer from General Hospital. That's who he was. Um, hey, you want to date yourself? Make a General Hospital reference. What? It's still on, Smarty Pants. It literally is still on. It's been on since the early 60s in black it, and white. Here's a fun poll for our listeners. If you're under the age of 50, do you know what a soap opera is? <laughs> yes, they do. Anyway, um, so he was on General Hospital in... Well, I think he just went off now to a couple years ago. But anyway, let's see. It's uh, Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live at the time. Is that time. Name? Yeah. Plays his Weird Al's girlfriend. Yeah, no, it really does. I, I looked it up. And um, 
Everything technology over, yeah, no, it's, over there? Yeah, no, it's just I was trying to... It looks like the computer isn't plugged into Charger, but it's fine. We have battery. We're good. Okay. So basically, it is the story of George. George is played by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, and I did want to say that the story is written... Of course it is. ...by Weird Al and someone else. Jay Levy? Yes. His manager at the time, who I believe is still his manager, but if okay. not, they're still very good friends. And directed by that person. Jay Levy. Yes. So it's it's all basically a Weird Al baby. I mean, yeah, it really it, absolutely. This was I mean, a, a, a Weird Al project. And anytime Weird Al gets anywhere near doing TV or movies again, everyone's like, "Is it UHF two? He's yeah, like, no. "Why would it be UHF two? You don't need to do." Yeah. yeah. So basically, it's the story of George. George is a very nice person with a very vivid imagination, and so it, the movie starts out. And I would always say spoiler alert, but probably none of you have ever seen it, but us. No, um, you'd be surprised. It's funny when I when I bring this movie up to people, it's surprising who has seen it okay. and who has no idea what I'm talking about. There are certain people too that I'll make references from this movie that are just references to other movies, but they think that they're from this. Like they don't like got it. one of my friends said this means something as he was eating mashed potatoes and did not know that that's a Close Encounters of the Third Kind reference, not a UHF reference. Got it. Um. Okay. So basically, George is a really imaginative guy who can't keep jobs. But it, the movie starts out kind of like, a, and it's a parody film. It really, wouldn't you consider it a yes. parody film? Yes. Because it starts out kind of, it looks like Raiders of the Lost Ark. and It two, released the same weekend. I want to say as Last Crusade? I don't know, 89. It wasn't Raiders. You know no, what I mean? No, 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 it that wasn't was, Raiders. Yeah, no, no. And it also wasn't the second one because that came out in like 83 or 84. And that was Temple of Doom, the second one, yes. because it's technically a prequel. Okay. So, back to me. Yeah. Um, he's running through and he's going to take the magic thing. And it's, I thought that was so funny. I didn't remember it the first time. It's an Oscar. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, you're not getting it for this movie, buddy. So it was kind of like a play because he even knew he wasn't going to get it for this movie. Yeah. And then he's running and... And it's all in his imagination, and then it, it shoots as somebody yelling, George, George. He's like frying a hamburger. So he can't keep a job for nothing. He just is a nice guy, and he's got a beautiful, cute little girlfriend, but can't keep a job for nothing. So he just keeps uh, going job after job after job, and his best friend follows him, which I found was very cute, but hello. His, his best friend, friend, Bob, correct? Bob. Played who, by David Bowe. Who right. actually, what's funny about David Bowe is a lot of the times he was miscredited in this movie as David Bowie. I, well, so people were saying, oh yeah, UHF starring Weird Al Yankovic, Victoria Jackson, David, David Bowie, Bowie. And like David Bowie is not in this movie. No, in fact, that's a really good point because when I looked at it, I went, David Bowie? <laughs> Could you I'm imagine like, yeah. Weird Al and David Bowie playing best friends? Right, that's weird. But, um... One thing I noticed about, I don't know a whole lot about David Bowe, but he's also one of those best friend characters for mm -hmm. years. He had a lot of hair in 1989. I don't think he has no. that much hair anymore. You know, what's funny is he they, he's in a movie, and his character is actually a reference to this movie. Oh, okay. Cable Guy. He's not in Cable Guy till the very, very end, and he's the paramedic that, like, pulls Jim Carrey off the satellite, and... It's just kind of like like the reason he was cast as like a fun little reference to UHF. Fun. So, good stuff. See, I didn't know that. Um, okay, so then his his uncle wins a television station in a poker game, <laughs> but his uncle wants to sell it or do something with it. He doesn't care about it. But his aunt is like, no, you're giving it to George. So, it's a terrible st TV station. It's bad. It does nothing. It's just nobody's watching it. They're going to lose money. And then comes this janitor who was fired by Channel 8 who comes... Wait, 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 wait. What? We're skipping the best part before Stanley's. No. Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse. Well, so that's what I'm saying. They do a bunch of shows. They're not good. Weird Al does this kid's show called Uncle Nutsy's <laughs> Clubhouse and it's dumb and nobody wants to watch it. And it's just whatever. Then, then, um, so lots of things happen, and then they decide they're going to lose money. So then Weird Al's all sad. And like you were saying, Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse 
he was all like, woo, kids, yay. And then when he realizes he's going to lose money, he's like, hey, who wants well, to come? And his, his, his girlfriend leaves him as oh, well. Yeah. And well, but so it's, it's his own fault because he says to his girlfriend, let me take you and your parents out to this fancy restaurant. I love you. On TV, all you can hear is the voice. It's just the, like the stay tuned kind of symbol. And then, um, so then he's depressed because he's losing money again. His girlfriend has left him. She said she never wants to see him again. And so this janitor named... Stanley Spadowski. Played by... Michael Richards. Who is known... See, I'm getting it all mixed up. Who really, his real claim to fame was... Um, Kramer? Kramer. On Seinfeld. So, he's like, here, Stanley, have your own show. And he's all depressed. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But Stanley, who's kind of a doofus and got some issues... Um, becomes this great, huge, famous TV star, and everybody loves him. And okay, my favorite scene, which is terrible, I can't believe I'm going to say that, is where the little kid finds the marble and the oil, <laughs> and then he's like, "You get to drink from the fire hose." And the little kid, and of course, it's not a real little kid, goes flying across the stage, um, and you just see this little bot. You don't see a head or arms or anything. It's just like. So then they start making all of this original programming, and it's some weird, goofy stuff. The, there's like, um, like an animal program. And this, <laughs> this, I can't remember the guy's name. Raoul's Ra Wild Kingdom. Yeah. Well, at one point, he licks a turtle and throws it up and says it's nature's <laughs> natural suction cup, and it sticks to the um, the, the ceiling. ceiling. And then he's trying to teach poodles how to fly, <laughs> but they can't fly. But you don't see. Any of that yucky. No, no, there's no. no yucky. I think there's a couple of bad words, but nothing major. Again, not a movie for kids, but if you like that kind of slapstick, parody, weird owl stuff, you're going to like it. If you don't, you're just, don't bother. No, this this isn't a movie you watch for the plot. No. But I mean, like, Weird Al has said that. You know what I mean? This, yeah, this well, isn't this isn't a movie you watch for the plot. And at one point, there, I noticed the one song, um, so I Know It Is Money For Nothing from Dire Beverly Straits. Beverly Hillbillies. The Beverly Hillbillies song. They throw that right in the movie. I was like, well, that's a big plug. And then Spatula City. I love Spatula City. Well, that's a song, too, that I I, I knew it because I play song pop, and that's a category. But um, I didn't remember in the show that that was like, a, in the movie, that was a commercial. So let me see what else. Oh, and then my favorite game show, Wheel of Fish, mm -hmm. where um, you have to decide if you want, you have to spin this wheel and you get your weight in fish. This one woman wins a uh, red snapper. Red snapper, very And has tasty. to decide if she wants the red snapper <laughs> or the box. And she picks the box. And the guy picks up the box and he says, you win nothing. Nothing not in the box. Oh. You are so stupid. You are stupid. And and that's kind of a line that he has said in the beginning of the movie. Every time somebody does something wrong, Cooney, who is George's neighbor, and yes. they cut it, but he's also technically George's landlord. That's why he's got this relationship with George. But he has a karate studio that's next to George's house. And every time somebody does something wrong, he just yells stupid at them. Right. And I know him, not not personally. Yeah. But I know him from 16 Candles. Mm -hmm. He plays the, like the adopted the, or the foster boy. Is he the donger? Is that his name? Yes. Um, and <laughs> Mom, he, give me this look like don't say donger. <laughs> well, that was his name, but yes. And I'm not going to say his full name, but anyway. Was it inappropriate? I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Yes, just I'll tell you <laughs> off air. For those of you that know the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's not bad. It's just I'm not going to say it. Because <laughs> it's racist or something. No, no. No, I'm just not going to say it. So, anyway, he, I know him from 16 Candles. Great actor. He's been in a couple other things, too. Um, so, it just keeps going. And then all of a sudden, they go from nothingness to the number one station. And it's very exciting. And then the bad guy who's a real butthead. Can't remember his name. Kevin McCarthy, mm -hmm. great actor, character actor, been in a ton of old stuff. Oh yeah. Um, then now he's interested. Tries to buy the station. Stu the station, and then Weird Al says, "Let me buy it." So they have a telethon and they raise money. And I'm not gonna tell you the end because I'm just not. Why aren't you gonna tell tell the end? Well, because they win! Yay! They get the station. <laughs> And Philo's an alien. He says he's an alien at the beginning. Uh, see, I didn't remember that part. I just remember at the end, where he's like, I must go back to my home. And they're like, okay. All right, bye. So he walks He walks back. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, they do this total, what is that? CGI claymation. claymation. <laughs> alien. Sorry, you yeah. can't see that for those of you that are listening. But 
makes this crazy, goofy, blah, 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 eyeballs and tongue and all that weird stuff. So, all right. That's my synopsis yeah. of it. Okay. okay. Go ahead. No. Here's the thing. What makes that... You pretty much just explained the plot of that movie. I did. But what makes that movie is the stupid little skits. Conan yeah. the Librarian. Co- yeah. Gandhi I, 2 where yeah. he orders a steak medium rare and he like has a Tommy gun and right. it's just like... And the ending where Weird Al wins at the end and he's dressed like Rambo. And, <laughs> he's you know, a he's, Rambo. Yeah, and he's all these like weird eye, um, eyebrow... I'm touching my eyebrows. Eyebrow things and, and that's really... It was fun. Now, should we rate it? Well, hold on. Oh, we're not done. Sorry. So... I, 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 I've seen this movie right. at least a hundred times. Right. At least. So I, I know every single line or whatever. Okay. So when I used to live in Santa Cruz, I was involved in improv comedy and blah, blah, blah. And they were going to do this musical. So I was like, you should do a musical. Do you know any like monologues? And I was like, I don't think I know any monologues. And I was like thinking, and I was like, life is like a mop. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know the whole life is like a mop monologue. So that's what I did for my monologue. I did the, life is like, sometimes you got to get in there. And like, I mean, I dropped to the ground and then I did, the, you just got to lean out a window. And like the guy who's doing the, the auditions just cracking up. There's two of them. One guy's cracking up. The other guy's like, I don't even get it. And the, the first guy's like, he just did like Stanley Spadowski from UHF, which is such a, an obscure monologue, but it's a monologue. It's a monologue. Uh, my favorite, I, I, although we were talking about this earlier, I said my favorite scene like 30 times. My absolute favorite is the emo Phillips scene. Well, yeah, because I didn't... So, when I originally saw this, I had no idea who he was. The minute I saw it, I was like, that's emo Phillips. I mean, I mean you could just hear this movie. And yeah, say, but I, and I probably would have known because that's not true. I actually was introduced not really just by, hey, you got to watch this. I haven't met anyone important. <laughs> um, emo Phillips, somebody played, like, probably the VHS. Or something that I got to see him do his shtick. It's weird. He's super weird. So I have to know. That's not his real voice. That is his real voice. That's how well, he talks. That's, to my knowledge, that's his real voice as much as that's Gilbert Gottfried's real voice. Apparently there's like audio recording. I'm doing heavy like finger quotes here. There's an audio recording of Gilbert Gottfried doing his normal voice. But that's like the only huh. recording ever. Okay. That, you know what I mean? That's so it's right. like. So that's just what. He probably. You know what? He probably does it like Bobcat Goldthwaite, where Bobcat Goldthwaite doesn't always sound like that. Right, because I've heard him on NPR. He does um, he, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and he sounds pretty much Well, like I've watched person. his stand-up. He's normal. You know what I mean? Like, right. And he even talks about, like, I don't always want to sound like Bobcat Goldthwaite. Like, I, right. I, I, I want to talk like a normal person. Um, no, but I love that. When he cuts his... I mean, because it's such a hokey it's and such so a cheesy and joke. Like, like, and yeah, he's got the, the blood, the, the like, blood Do squirt. I have a little red on my face? Oh, yeah, no, he goes, he goes, is it. my face red? Yeah, oh, so silly. I love that um, joke. And Fran Drescher's in it. Yeah, from Fran Drescher. Nanny, but Pre-nanny, I think. Way pre-nanny. But what's that's interesting is I didn't find her voice as squeaky as it is now. No, because I think just like... I mean, just like the other guys we talked about. I think she puts it on. Well, she's always said that was her real voice and that's how she talks, but she wasn't... Wasn't super squeaky in this. Right. It was definitely it, a little, little You bit could lower. hear it, yeah. You could hear it coming, but it wasn't as... She's, as yeah, is. she's not like... Yeah. She never does that. And that's her whole thing in the sh- in the nanny. She would like... Never does that Never. Uh-uh. So it was it was good. What else? Uh, I, I used to have Sorry. so much like knowledge on that. I mean, and for me, like, a lot of this movie is kind of how I just learned about, like... Like, when I was a kid, I didn't get the Gandhi 2 joke. That that meant nothing to me. I was like, Gandhi 2? Like, what? Now being an adult and being like, oh, there was a Gandhi movie. Right. The joke is that this is a sequel. Uh, there's a Mikhail Gorbachev joke in yes, this. Yes, which you wouldn't, wouldn't have, have gotten like, as yeah. a kid. But now it's like, oh, that's funny. Mikhail Gorbachev is in, like, was it, like, Celebrity... Celebrity Mud Wrestling. Is it Mud or Pudding? Mud. Because uh, I'm thinking of the gar- the marble and the oatmeal. Yeah. Did you notice the other two people in the oatmeal pool with him? It was like a grown-up man. <laughs> it was world. like a man in a suit and then like an old lady. Yeah, it was weird. And then uh, Dr. Demento's in the crowd, of course. Yes. I did see. Actually, I noticed that. It And it's funny. UHF is one of those movies that it's like... that. Last week, we talked about Gone with the Wind is a movie you cannot watch with other people. Right. 
UHF would get better the more people Absolutely. you watched it Especially with. Especially more people that knew all that stuff. Because it's just so bizarre. Yeah, and it's fun. so like, what? Uh, okay, and it's funny is it's a bummer that they don't really do commentaries anymore. Or I even this bummed me out. I bought the Blu-ray okay. because th- it has my favorite commentary joke of all time. So it towards the end, Stanley is he's blocking up the uh, the door so the bad guys right. can't get in. And then they jump through the window or they, you know, make a hole through the window right next to him. So in the original DVD commentary, if you watch it, when that happens, Weird Al stands up. So modern day Weird Al appears in the scene and goes, Stanley, look out! And points at the window. Oh, that's And then, then it comes crashing through. If you watch the Blu-ray, it just, it's the audio. Stanley, look out! And it's like, oh, that's, no, that's not... Oh, that's fun, yeah. It, it's, the first time I watched it, I was like, I've never seen anybody do anything like this where it's just like this funny little gag um it's it's fun yeah well and it's funny too because you can see especially with michael richards you, you watch this and go oh that's just kramer it's like well no kramer I, is just stanley Sp- you know what i mean yeah, like but people are like oh he's just doing his kramer thing it's like this is before kramer well yeah but it, it's very similar but yet also very different because he does his teeth weird the he whole has time. fake teeth in that's what it is. And it's something about his mouth that one of... scene I still don't know to this day what scene it is. He doesn't have the teeth in, and he was really upset about it. Like he was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he almost didn't want to film. He was like, "I can't find the teeth. I don't have the teeth in. I need to have the teeth in." And they were like, "It's it's fine. Like this isn't like an Academy Award winning movie. Like we're okay. You don't need to have the teeth in." He was like, "No." So they ended up doing it. But there's another. There's one thing that Michael Richards to this day still doesn't get the joke. It's, uh, oh, what's what's going on, George Stanley? You don't want to know. Then why did I ask? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, I mean, all of Stanley's lines to me crack me up. Yeah. The, the the hey, if you were in a spaceship and you were going super fast, you started screaming. Do you think your head would explode? And then Bob's like, "Do you mind?" He's like, "No, I don't mind." George, do you mind? Yeah, go ahead and work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no worries. It's like. Because he's just so innocent. Right. And that's what makes that character so funny. Just him singing the Bonanza theme song. That's Or funny, thinking yeah. of something orange. Something it's an orange. orange. Yeah, get it's, it? It's an orange. Like a fruit. I'll get it? I know. It's just, something and they're just, blue. Yeah. And they're just... And the... They've the bad guy, yeah. Yeah, he's but I mean, they're, they're, and there and there's jabs at everything. I mean, it's he so swings fun. the mop around and it makes the lightsaber noises. And he like hits a guy with the le- with the, the the mop, and he just goes flying, like that's it. It is probably one of the most fun movies to watch, just because it's so. Ab- and of course, how does it end? Dun, da, da. No, no, no. But what's the actual last scene? Oh, it's the Gone with the Wind scene. Yeah, which that was all I knew about Gone with the Wind. Oh, got it. Okay. So before I had seen, I mean, I know I know nothing about birth, no babies or whatever, but before that, all I knew was this scene. So when the tomorrow is another day line happened, I legitimately thought it was them at the end, like hugging or about to kiss and being like, like they pretty much quoted it word for word, which is not true because she's in Gone with the Wind, obviously. She says it to herself. Right. But yeah, totally. So, well, good. All All right. right. Well, should we rate it? Oh, um, it's definitely a a rent it or watch it. I don't think you, I wouldn't buy it. Wrong. Well, Try again. No, I'm just saying I wouldn't buy it. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna edit this so it's gonna make you say I would buy it. No, I wouldn't buy it, but I'm glad I saw it and I've seen it several times. So I think it's a good one. I would. I think I've owned. I want. Ooh, how many times have I bought this? Four or five. But where do we? Where is it? Do we have them somewhere? No, but because that's why I keep buying new ones. Because it's like goes somewhere. Where did it? I bought. Let someone borrow it, or I. Forget it or blah blah blah. I I absolutely love this movie. I know you do, and it was fun to to watch this. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about Mom's movie for me. Yes. Which is Roadhouse. Yay! Just kidding. I watched. What if? What if? What if I watched Roadhouse too? There's not a Roadhouse too. Yeah, there is. Not with Patrick Swayze. No, it went direct to DVD in 2006. And who was it? Uh, Wikipedia didn't even say. Yeah. Like, it was like... I didn't even know there there's was a, a sequel. No. No. 
What if it was like that no. Ace Ventura 3 where it was just Patrick Swayze's character, but as a baby, and it was a roadhouse, but it was a daycare, and he like got brought in to like make other daycares better? No. Somebody's sitting in an office right now like, he's a genius. No. Roadhouse 3, babies. It could be a crossover with... Baby Stay Out? No, no. Oh. I was going to say it could be a crossover with Dirty Dancing Babies. Because it, be, <laughs> it could be Roadhouse 2. Nobody puts baby in a corner. And they'd be like, I thought that line's from Dirty Dancing. is like, exactly. The two Patrick Swayze babies meet. There you go. And they both, they're just babies, but they have Patrick Swayze's hair. Oh, I like it. Uh, okay, do you want to just go or we take a little break? We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Bye. We're back, and Mom made me watch Roadhouse. Yay! Okay, now we need to talk about something. Because every week, you go, This movie has too many F-words. Hey, I don't this sound like that. This movie has too much violence. This movie has naughty parts. Me, me, me. This is like the opposite. I know. Like, this This <laughs> is every movie you tell me not to watch, make you watch. I know. It has it Patrick Swayze is. in it. Oh, it's got sex and it's got violence and it's got Patrick Swayze and Patrick Swayze and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you and it's got okay it's got Patrick Swayze. It's got Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Okay. It's really cute hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get. Okay. To me, Patrick Swayze, his face, like. Okay. Do you remember that episode of Dexter? Where Dex- I've never seen Dexter. No, no, Dexter's Lab. Oh, right, okay. Where Dexter, like, makes himself the ultimate, like, I'm going to be the handsomest person ever. Right, he has this big, like, chin. The big chin, yeah. and, like, Patrick, that's what Patrick Swayze looks like. Like, he looks, like, fake. Not, like, not like plastic, but right. just, like, hello, I am man. Like, that's, that's, that's what, like, when you play, like, a video game, it's like, create your character. Right. Just the starting character is Patrick Swayze, just, like, jacked and like he's got that face of like i'm cool and like the hair don't why are you making that face don't make that face it's weird patrick spicy he's dead he is and i'm sorry (laughs) did you kill him no no i think cancer (laughs) oh it'd be a bummer mom sorry okay so talk about sorry talk about the movie (laughs) okay so roadhouse is violent and horrible and i give it a throw in the trash the end all right (gasps) no um so here's the thing the theme this week was bad movies that you think are good, which we didn't really talk... I mean, we talked about you, which we didn't really talk about. The Rotten Tomatoes score is a 68 for something like that. It's yeah. a 60... Amazon Prime gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty high for... Right. Roger Ebert gave it a 1 out of 4 when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, but it's Roger Ebert. He's was, passed away, yeah, too. Yeah, he's also dead. Roadhouse has a 38%. Yep. I don't know why. It, people didn't like it, but everybody, I mean, like your grandfather well, loved it. And that's the thing, is I've talked to people this week, all this week. Everyone always asks me, oh, what are you going to have to watch this week? What are you going to have to watch this week? And every single person that I've told Roadhouse, and then I've told the theme is like, Roadhouse is awesome. Why would you have to watch Roadhouse? Like, what? why does Roadhouse fit into bad movies? Roadhouse isn't that a was bad on movie. The, when I Googled it, that was on the list. It was on every, but that's the thing. Yeah. I Googled this too. Roadhouse showed up on every list, and it's like, who thinks this is a bad movie? It's storyline is a little weak, don't you think? It's an '80s storyline. Guy comes into town, fixes the town's problem, falls in love with the girl. I mean, it's Footloose. You know what I mean? It's, or any uh, most it, of the '80s films. Yeah, but to me, it was fun. It was cool. Patrick Swayze is the coolest. Like, okay, we need to talk about something. This bouncer who comes in and makes clubs a better place to do or to be does Tai Chi and also has a degree in philosophy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, we get it. We get it. Patrick Swayze is like the perfection of humanity, but maybe let's tone it down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like, but, you know, you just pretty much summed it up. It's Patrick Swayze. Now, I think I missed something. Is Patrick Swayze in this movie? Maybe. No, he is. I'm just kidding. Good thing yeah. you clarified that he is, because I was actually case. asking. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't. 
I know you weren't. Okay, um, so some dude... Okay, so it starts, and Patrick Swayze is, like, in a bar, and he's like, man, I'm in a bar. And some dude stabs him. And then the guy's like, I could take you. I've been dreaming about fighting you. I'm going to fight you. And then he's like, I could... Yeah, so he says, I can take you. And then Patrick Swayze is like, come on, outside. And then all the bouncers go outside with him. And he goes, all right, let's do this. And then Patrick Swayze just goes back inside. And I was like, oh. Because my understanding of this movie was Patrick Swayze just, like, goes into bars and, like, beats the crap out of people. But in, like, Tarantino levels of violence. Like, I don't know why I thought this movie was so violent. It's not that violent. No, it's it's not at all. No. I mean, there's, like, one part at the end that is. But it's, it's not really... It's got a lot more sex than it does violence, Mom. Sorry. Hmm. But should we say it one more time? It's got a lot of sex. No, not that. <laughs> not you to say that. For me to say. It's got Patrick Swayze. It's Patrick Swayze. Blech. Um. So he's like stitching his shoulder shut, and this dude comes in and is like, "I want you to make my club better." It's like, all right. I think it gives him. It gives him an obscene amount of money, like five thousand dollars up front, and then five hundred a night. There you go. Could you imagine getting $500 a night for a job? Mm. But, I mean, I, I I guess I get why they make that kind of money, because you might die. And I don't think there's a whole lot of benefits to that job. Health no. insurance, you know. I mean, you get to be Patrick Swayze. Don't make that face. That's Sorry. a gross face. It's not a gross face. It's just um, a face. So, at one point, so the guy who's offering them the job is like, I got your plane ticket, and Patrick Swayze says, I don't fly. Too dangerous. I was like, that's a neat thing that they didn't touch on ever again. Right. Of course they foreshadowed, though. I heard he killed a guy. I heard he ripped a dude's throat out. And the second they said that, I was like, cool. When's Patrick Swayze going to rip a dude's throat out? Like, I was like, is it that guy? No. Is it that guy? No. I eventually got on, like, the fourth guy. But um, everyone keeps saying, I thought you'd be bigger. Which is funny because, to me, Patrick Swayze isn't a little guy. But... You know what I mean? He's not right. little. No, he wasn't. He, now this is going to sound weird. To me, physically, especially when his hair got wet, like after he'd like taken a shower, I don't know why his hair was wet. I think he threw him in a pool or something. Based on how he was dressed and his muscles and stuff, he looked like a not as shredded Bruce Lee. Like, because his I hair kind of dropped yeah. like Bruce Lee's did and, it, and he's well, wearing and the he pants. he was a dancer, so he had a, like a dancer body. And, I mean, yeah. I guess i don't know <laughs> sorry you're all whatever mom sure mom um he puts a tape in the tape cassette i was like wow yeah. all right we're going for it the note noise is going um the bars a trash heap the band band is behind a cage uh everyone finds out that his name is dalton and it kind of starts to be like oh dalton dalton dalton's here dalton 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 uh the the guitar player, who of I guess you're kind of supposed to notice it up front. I didn't because I thought he was at a keyboard. He's blind. Yes. And he's really, it wasn't like an actor. At that time, I can't remember the guy's name. I didn't look it up. He, um, he really was blind, and he was kind of an up-and-coming musician, and they put him in this film. And he actually, singing and, and doing it and acting, I thought he did a really good job oh, yeah. for someone he, who didn't really do He was anything. great. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a background character. Right. He's not in it a whole lot. But he did fine. When he said his lines and stuff, it wasn't... It wasn't hokey. No. Um, So everyone finds out he's Dalton, and then in big fat letters I wrote, how does mom like this movie? Because there's, I think, like, some boobies or sex or something happened, and I was like, what is this? This is like, if you just added, like, a little bit more blood, this would have been a movie you, like, that if I gave you, you would have been like... Never make let me watch that ever again. I never want to see that. I know. I don't. I know. It kind of makes me a hypocrite on this one, but I love this movie. This episode's gonna be called "Mom Is a Hypocrite." Aww. <laughs> Mainly because, I, like, all day I was trying to think of like Roadhouse, UHF, like how to tie those together. Got nothing. Mom is a. Or hypocrite. or it could just be Patrick Swayze. I couldn't. <laughs> Put it a little font. The title of this episode is going to be Mom Whispers Patrick Swayze about 50 times. That's okay. Um, so, uh, oh, so there's this this big old fight happens, and this bottle gets thrown at Patrick Swayze, and he does this really little, like, head tilt, like, very minimal, and the bottle hits right where his head was. 
It was super cool. <laughs> like, it was so cool. Like, he's just... Cause Patrick Swayze, to me, is very cool. Like, he... That's he's, the whole point of this he, movie. He's yeah. super cool. And just, like, everything he does is cool. And the way he does it is... Cool. And not, like, I'm cool, but, like, smooth. Like, uh, I... Th- yeah, okay, I'm about to get to it. So... Uh, $100 a month, yeah, he's the, he's a, uh, cooler is his, of course, his, his job is called a cooler. Um, so he fires Morgan immediately and the drug dealer. There's like people that he's instantly getting rid of because they're horrible. Uh, he gets rid of Morgan and I was like, cool, Morgan will be back. Uh, Cause he says, you know, you don't got the temper for this and blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, well, Morgan's going to be, back. everyone he kind of fires comes back to be horrible. Um, so one Oh, and then he gives his employees rules. Number one, expect the unexpected. Of course. Number two, take it outside. And he kind of talks about never fight in. If you're going to fight, right. you do it outside. You never fight in here. That ruins the establishment, blah, 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 blah. Number three, be nice. I really liked that rule. Because I think somebody like scoffs and he's like, when they say, what if he calls me this? It's like, then he calls you that. It's just two nouns. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, figure it out. You get, um, right. And then this lady keeps watching Patrick Swayze the whole movie. I knew nothing about this movie. I thought she was going to be the romantic interest. She is not. Nope. She's just a nasty lady. Yep. Uh, Swayze drinks coffee. Anytime he's drinking anything, which is not a lot. And I think maybe it shows him having a beer at the first bar. But he specifically re- requests coffee. Well, he doesn't say coffee, but he says, the guy, the bartender's like, diesel or unleaded or whatever. And he goes unleaded and he you see him pouring coffee the decaf and, coffee. Yeah, yeah and giving it to patrick swayze which i think is cool because he kind of separates himself like i'm not gonna drink at work like why would i drink if i'm trying to work um everybody's getting fired his car is trashy and just kind of laughs it off because he's like yeah this is what happens uh the rich neighbor you are this guy sucks he's just this old rich guy who's like i'm important and he's not important and every time it shows him, he's doing something horrible. Uh, and then, okay, so then it shows the rich neighbor driving down the street, but he's like swerving in and out of lanes because he can, because he's the only car on the road, and he's just like an idiot not paying attention. And life could be a dream is playing the song. Uh huh. I feel like this is not the first movie you've given me where life could be a dream is in it. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to think of like what else did I watch, and I couldn't tell you. Like yeah. I, I, I kept being like. Was it the, uh, what's the one with, oh, Great Balls of Fire? And I was like, no, I don't think it's a oh, Great Balls Is it? Where they were driving down the road and in the two cars. Is Life Could Be a Dream playing it though? It's something. I can't, we have to look it up later. Yeah, but that's what I was like. I feel like, I mean, granted, I feel like this movie, this song is probably in a lot more movies. Sure, than, and commercials know. and everything oh, else. Oh, yeah. Uh, his Rich Neighbor Sucks. Uh, the Dude Does Tai Chi is all I, I just wrote. Because it's just so funny. His, like, the guy he's staying with is, like, an old, like, farmer. And he's just, like, he's, like, looking outside. And, like, <laughs> Patrick Swayze's doing Tai Chi. Okay, this is the best part. Patrick Swayze's doing Tai Chi. And then his neighbor, like, the rich old guy across the pond, is watching Patrick Swayze do Tai Chi. Like a weirdo. But then, oh, no, he, because he has, like, his big wheel. Like, <laughs> and he, like, rides it up to, he's, like, looking at Patrick Swayze. And then it shows the farmer staring at Patrick Swayze. And it's, like, huh. All right, I guess. <laughs> it's like, Everybody's staring at Patrick Swayze. Um, I mean, you would be. I was going to say, because it's Patrick Swayze. It's Patrick Swayze. So the guy stealing money tries to get his job back, and Dalton beats the crap out of him, and the dude, I assumed, was his lawyer. So Dalton enters the office. He's like, what's going on? Uh, Dalton is Patrick Swayze. Yes. I don't know if I've specifically yes. said that yet. You did. But, so he wanders, and he's like, what's going on? And this guy's, like, talking for the guy. He's like, his uncle supplies us with the alcohol, so you're not going to fire him, and blah, 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 blah. And then the guy got fired, like, pulls a knife on Patrick Swayze, and then Patrick Swayze beats the crap out of him. But then the guy that I assumed was the lawyer, who's like, stop talking. You shouldn't say this. He starts fighting Patrick Swayze, too. And I was like, guess you're not a lawyer. Like, yeah. And then they got this big, like, this big, like, bumbly guy who's like, I'm here, too. And it's like, okay, you're there to beat the joke. We get it. Right. Um... A uh, dude has a degree in philosophy, which is ridiculous. Uh, oh, the dude that was that Patrick Swayze got fired for stealing the money, he's the nephew of the crappy uncle neighbor. Got it. Or the crappy, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, 
I wrote, dude's uncle is Swayze's craphead neighbor. Uh, more boobies, all caps. You made me watch a very inappropriate movie. Uh, and <laughs> then Sam Elliott shows up. Okay. He's so cool, He's too. He's so cool. Who's cooler, Sam Elliott or Josh Brolin? Oh, Sam Elliott. Hands you think? down. Hands down? Hands down. Oh, I... Tap it out. It's over. Really? Sam Elliott for the win. You're a dork. <laughs> but, yeah. But I you am. really think he's that much cooler than Josh Brolin? To me, like, Josh... Way cooler. Really? Way cooler. He's also way older. Well, yeah, but... But he's way cooler. I feel like everything I've seen Sam Elliott in, he's just, like, super so cool. So cool. But, like, when is Josh Brolin not cool? Josh, it's just a different... Because to me, Josh Brolin is always like, man, I'm like, I'm exactly what you wish you looked like. Like, I am so yeah, cool. But, but Sam Elliott is that cowboy, don't even care, don't mess with me, I'm that cool. He's always been that way in all the movies, and he's fantastic. Well, and he's in Big Lebowski. Well, he's the voice, which But, but no, he's, he, he's actually in it, too, though. Maybe he's the cowboy at the bar. Oh, yes. He's like, why you gotta use so many swear words? Hello, that's why I like Sam Elliott. He, you know what was weird about this movie with Sam Elliott? Hmm. Doesn't have a mustache. Like, he's, he's got he's stubble. He's got, like, stubbly stuff. But it's not right. the Sam Elliott mustache. He normally has, right, like, that big a thing. comb under his nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. Uh, okay, can I, can I jump ahead? Or do you yeah, know do you what you need going? to do. I don't care. Were you, were you surprised with Sam Elliott's ending? Eh. Hmm. I mean, name a movie where the mentor doesn't die. Right, I know, but he's so I mean, that's, cool. that kind of has to happen. They're just cool. Yeah, it was funny, because it, it, it honestly, it has a Star Wars vibe. Where it's like, I'm the old mentor, and I'm here to help you. And it's like, oh yeah, you are my mentor. I don't know. It probably doesn't, besides Sam Elliott being old and cool. But <laughs> There you go. Uh, so, every time it kind of shows the bar, it's getting better. Right. Like, the cage is gone at this point, and now that girl who I... And not the girl that was watching him, but a girl that works there. She's, like, singing with the band, and she's really good. I felt like we missed something of her story. Because she starts to be like, ah, like, you think she's going to like Dalton? No. And she kind of just disappears halfway through the movie. Like, she's still there in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he stops talking to her. She say, just kind of stops showing up. I don't remember her at all, so there you go. Um, the girl giving him the eyes is friends with the bad guys. Of course. Uh, not friends. Didn't she date the bad guy? No, no, no. The the doctor dated the yes. bad old man. Yes. But the girl who's like, ooh, 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 oh, yeah. she is friends really with the bad She's all. garbage, too. Um, Dalton won't work for the old man because he's like, I'm opening my own club. How much do I got to pay you? He's like, I'm not going to work for you. Um, every scene the club is better and not just looking better, but it's more full. Yes. There's more things. There's more people in there. There's less miscreants and more like. Did you, you can, say you know, miscreants? Well, because that's kind of like the vibe that they show is like at the very beginning it's like people like punching each other and then like, oh hey you, and then it's like you see people in like suits and right. like just normal people as opposed to like at the very beginning everyone just looks like a big biker, like it's like right. they're just like let's crazy, see how many what crazy miscreants. Okay, I was trying... Whatever. Hooligans. Hooligans. Uh, the sex scene drags on, is what I wrote. Because I... Oh, yeah, he... See, like, I don't even remember the sex scene. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> Which one? Uh, I don't remember any of them. Yeah, this one was weird, so I just started Yeah, looking you can at, just... Yeah. I wanted... I looked up... Well, I don't like to fast... That's sound horrible. I don't like to fast forward, because I'm afraid I'll miss something. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean... Anyway, thanks, okay. Mom. That was weird to say in front of my mom. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And then this is this is not funny. But they start boinking on, like, Patrick Swayze's roof. Okay. The old man is, like, sitting in his porch watching. And he's like, oh, look at that. Oh, well, there you go. I don't remember that either. Boy, what movie did I give you? It's some horrible, horrible... Uh, Sam Elliott is the coolest. Uh, Red's Place Exploded. Uh, Red wasn't in there. I was like, I really thought Red was going to die. All these other guys. Oh, and there's this whole subplot about the old man kind of running the town. And he's, quote unquote, legally stealing from these people by making this business association and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so Red wasn't in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the rich idiot is now in the double deuce. Which, <laughs> is that something inappropriate? I don't know. 
I really don't I, know. Well, every time they said it, I was just like, deuces, poop. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. But then I've also heard the double deuce is like two, two flipping the birds. I have no idea. Which, I mean, but the way that the the old man who it actually was his bar, he was like, I want to make this a fancy establishment. So I was like, that's probably not his thought when he named it the, you know what I mean? The double right. deuce was just like a cool like card name. Um. So, uh, so the rich idiot is now in the double deuce. And they're starting to have kind of this, like, fight. And the girl gets up on stage. And she's taking her clothes off. And guess what? There's more boobs. Thanks, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is, like, a mildly inappropriate movie for your mom to give you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So then, then something happens, which I thought was going to be a lot cooler. And, I mean, it kind of was. But Sam Elliott's just watching this all go down. And he starts to tie his hair up. And I was like... Oh, something cool is about it. Because it doesn't focus on him doing it. He's just doing it in the back. But it's like... He's got a man bun, 1989. Does... Okay. Sam Elliott's hair in this movie? Absolutely what I would want my hair to look like when I'm Sam Elliott's age. All gray like that? But that long, cool... Like, it was gray, but he looked so cool. Like, if it wasn't gray, if it was, like, solid black... It, it wouldn't weird. be as cool. No, it wouldn't be as cool. But, like, because it had that color and, like, even though it was long, he was, like, he was the cool. I would say he was cooler than Patrick Swayze. He's way cooler than Patrick he Swayze. He really was. Like, because he, they even reference him at the beginning. He's the guy that Patrick Swayze looks up to. He's just, in general, way cooler than Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he really is. Um. Okay, so she's in the end table. Oh, then he, he ties his hair up. Oh, Okay. So she's ruining the club, and it's starting to get horrible again, and people are starting to be like, oh, yeah, it's starting to get to that old place. And then, like, the one guy comes in, he starts a fight, and then everybody starts fighting, and, he, and the old man is trying to ruin the club. Um, and so then Wesley blows up the old man's house. And so he blows up the old man's house, and then Patrick Swayze runs in, and he tries to save the old man, and he does. Uh, and then... I don't remember who, but... Oh, the the bad guy that to me looks like David Hasselhoff. Uh, he's, Patrick Swayze has the Patrick Swayze hair. This other guy has the Hasselhoff hair. Yep, he sure does. Um, He says a couple of not PC things. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, huh, I guess you could say that. Uh, and then they're fighting, and Patrick Swayze rips the dude's throat out, uh, which is cool. It's... It's awesome. It is awesome. Um, so the doctor is not happy with him, and she runs away from Patrick Swayze. Uh, and then Sam Elliott gets beat to crap, and then he gets killed. Because they were going to leave, right? They decided yeah, to leave. Yeah, well, everyone wanted him to leave to protect himself. Right, and I think like, they were said, like, all right, let's go. Yeah, so they were going to go, and Sam Elliott was going to take him, and then, of course, Sam Elliott gets killed. Because the bad guy calls him and he's like, heads or tails, and then Patrick Swayze, I don't think Patrick Swayze chooses, he's like, what Atlanta? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. And then he, they kill Sam Elliott because he was old or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I expect Sorry, I stuck out my lip like a pouty face. But I mean, I wasn't surprised. Aww, like I didn't. I, I No, because at the very beginning, like, the, the, the guy that hires Patrick Swayze, he's like, you're the best, and... Uh, Patrick Swayze's like, no, Sam Elliott's character is the best. He's like, no, he's too old. It's like, okay, like you, you know what's gonna happen. Right. Um. So then, uh, it was tails. He isn't. In, oh, and then so there's then it gets cool. Uh, also something I noticed. Huh. I do not think that Patrick Swayze touches a gun this whole movie. Nope, I don't think so either. He just fist fights Punches. and kicks and yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Uh. So then. He's pretty much raiding the uh, the bad guy's house mm-hmm. by himself, right. killing all the dudes, just beating the crap out of them. And then, like, he punches this one guy, and he, like, catches the knight. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, so then he's, like, fighting the bad guy, mm-hmm. the, the main bad guy. And the main bad guy's about to shoot him. He's about to kill Patrick Swayze. And the girl's like, no! And then, bam! And I'm like, did she shoot him? And it shows her, and she's not holding the gun. And Patrick Swayze's not holding the gun. I'm like, who's holding the gun? It's Red. The, the, what's it called? The hardware guy. Yes. And then he gets shot again. And it's the old man. And then he gets shot again. 
and it's the the car dealership guy that got screwed over earlier and then like the fourth guy who i don't remember it is but he's one of the other old guys in the town he collects all the guns they put them away and then the police show up and they're like what happened and everyone's like we didn't see anything did you see anything nope and then one of the lackeys is still left alive like did you see anything and he's like a polar bear fell on me. Because it's like, because Patrick Swayze pushed one of the giant, a giant stuffed polar bear on him. And they're like, ah! And then the bar is great, and it ends. Yeah. So what Oh, you... and then they're boinking again. Sorry. Yeah. I think they did that like four or five times. Sorry. What did you think of the movie? Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. Here's the thing. Okay. This Tell movie me. didn't fit this theme at all. Yes, it did. No. It's not a good movie. I would argue that it is. I'm sorry. I honestly think this is a good movie. Mm. Like, it's fun. It For me, a good movie needs to have a good story and, and have good characters. But it also needs to be fun. And this movie is super fun to me. The characters are fun. Are they the best well-written? No. Is it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. Hmm. Am I genuinely surprised that it's got 30% lower than UHF? Yes. Yes. The, I'm super surprised that across the board this has lower ratings than UHF. You know what I mean? Because right. it's not horrible. It's, it's really not. pretty bad, but it's but fun. But 30, 30% bad. Yep. I gave it a buy it. Oh, there you go. To me, this was... I mean, Dirty Dancing was fun. But Dirty Dancing isn't really about Patrick Swayze. No. Like, he's in it. And he's the romantic lead. Right. But he is not the main character of Dirty Dancing. Not really, no. He's the main character of this movie. I, I, I liked this more than Dirty Dancing. It was, oh, it was fun. Is it inappropriate? Wildly. Well, if it got you're remade... a grown-up. I mean, I'm like a, <laughs> I didn't give it to like an eight-year-old to watch. Contested Mother Proof, where I'm eight years old watching Roadhouse. Yeah, no. But, I mean, yes. Is it inappropriate? Well, yes. But I like it. <laughs> Sorry. They were going to remake it in 2016. Okay. But it was going to be Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah, no. They canceled it because she was, like, the best fighter ever. She was so amazing. And then she lost, like, the biggest fight of her life. And her acting career, she's nothing anymore. Like, she's still a great fighter, I'm sure. But acting-wise, everyone dropped her. Right. So the last I saw her recently, she's the... Athletic advisor to one of the teams for Battle of the Network Stars. Of course she is. So. Okay. Who are the other athletic advisors? I can't remember. There was one other guy. I didn't know who he was. So. <laughs> I was going to... Carlton from Fresh Prince. Yeah, no. It was real, it was real athletes being yeah. the athletic advisors, but I don't know. That's a, That show's a remake, right? Yeah, because it was in the 70s, and they brought it back, and I watched it. It was dumb. So, okay. Well, I give... Yeah, I give it a buy it. Excellent. Because to me, that's a fun movie. Just like UHF. Right. You watch that with a ton of people. Yep. Because the fight scenes are cool enough. Could they have happened more? Of course. But the more that they would have happened, the less enjoyable that movie would have been. You know what I mean? Exactly. If, if it's just... Uh, I think it's a two-hour movie. It was yeah. just two hours of Patrick Swayze beating the crap out of people. It'd get into, like, taken territory where it's right. like, we get it. There's right. really nothing to this plot except it's two hours of watching an actor I like beat the crap out of foreign people. Exactly. But, um, yeah. All right, so we got a couple things. Uh, we got an email. We did. Oh, I meant like we have an email. Like we have an email account. Oh, sorry. But we also got an email. Uh, and also, I'm apologizing in advance. I'm probably going to say the name wrong on this email. Yeah, but I told you. So if we do say it wrong, it's my fault. It, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say it. So I Googled it. Okay. And I went pronunciation, how to pronounce this. And there was like an Australian pronunciation website. Okay. But then it had like four different ways to say this. Okay. So I'm going to go with the one that showed up the most. So this, uh, I'll read it. It says, it's titled Tasmanian Listener. Hey, the son and the mum. Which is that mum like that's that. That's cute. That's, that's cute. I'm listening to you guys from the tiny Australian island of Tasmania, the southernmost point of Australia. Found you guys via the Holdenators. Keep up the great work. Love the show. Zachy? See, and I would just say Zach. And the E is silent. So, if it's Zachy or Zach, thank you so much for emailing us. You yeah, made that's super our whole cool. week. Oh, yeah. Ruben. We got that email. Well, I got it at like 12.30 a.m. our time. 
Oh, but you texted me on I my texted lunch you the in next really morning. big letters. We got an email. We even got, I don't have it pulled up now, which is fine. Um, actually, I'll pull it up while you're plugging our other stuff. But we got, uh, it was just, it's cool to, to get an email from somebody that doesn't know us. Right. Thank I mean, you so, so much. We will probably never meet them. You know, no, it's just, it's, it's cool. Very and we awesome. really appreciate it. It was one of the coolest things to happen to us from doing the show. Um, but through that too, also again, want to show, just throw a big shout out to everyone who is here through the Holdenators. Everyone yes. who, Holden kind of talked about my show on his stream on Twitch. Our show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mom's fighting me for rights of this show. No, I just wanted 50%, to be silly. 50%, Mom says. No, I didn't. She's I was like, just if you be... don't give me 60% of everything. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm like, find yourself a new mom. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I just have to tease Ruben every once in a while. Um, no, but but seriously, if you are here because of that, thank, thank you. Thank you so it, much. It's really cool to see when I go up on our SoundCloud and look where people listen. Oh, we love that. That's so exciting. It's super cool to be like, whoa. Well, and, and I posted about it on our Facebook today, but this is actually the first week ever that in the last seven days, the number one city is not locally. Someone that knows us. Yeah, it's, it's not, oh, it's all our friends that listen to the show or our family or whatever. It actually was Melbourne, Australia, which Woo-hoo! is super awesome. Uh, that's just amazing. Um, if you do want to send us an email, though, please. Please uh, do We'd it. love it. It's just cool. Like with this email, you don't even have to send us a suggestion or anything. It'd be cool if you did. Trust us. We will add it to our rotation or list. Absolutely. But it's just cool to see where people are listening from. I'm like laughing. What? <laughs> you burp it. You sound like you're burping. Was, that was Theodore. Hi, Theodore. Theodore. Just, hey, Theodore. Uh, he like responded to you when you said hi, Theodore. Uh, I forgot where it was. Uh, so send us an email. Yes. K-T-M-A show. S-H-O-W. And not Kidmas Show Show. KTMA show at gmail.com. Uh, we will absolutely read it on air. We love getting the emails. We absolutely. Love to you guys. I thought about like also responding to the emails, but I think it's better if we just yeah, read we'll just them. Do it. Because, yeah. yeah, we'll just, yeah, because um, then they know we're reading it. So we also got a review on iTunes, which helps us out a lot because it really does grow the show. If it gets enough reviews, you know, it can show up as a rated podcast where, you know, it's just, just yeah, it's that cool. helps us too. Plus, it just makes our heads big and fat. Yeah. Which not really, but it's yeah, fun to read. Bit. It's it's cool to know that like people like it, you know? Right. Because we're just exactly. I mean, we're not doing this for like We're just doing it for fun because we like yeah. to talk about movies. Because we're dorks. It. Because I was gonna say that. <laughs> Alright, so this is an iTunes review uh, from Ambie and it says great work. Oh this Oh one mom's made... grabbing her heart. This one was really special. Hey idiot. No, it doesn't say <laughs> hey idiot. It says such a fun concept and so well done. This podcast has led me to discover great new movies and rebuild a relationship with my own mother. Well worth your time. I know. I was actually, I was talking to Alicia, my girlfriend, who works with mom. And mom was like, or Alicia was like, yeah, when mom read that, she teared up a little bit. And I was like, good. Well, it's very, and thank you for the review. And good luck on the relationship with your mom. That's not always really easy. Sometimes moms are hard. Yeah. (laughs) You did not. And they make you watch Roadhouse. (laughs) With Patrick Swayze. Sorry. I'm serious. Like, I jokingly said that I was going to title this episode, like, Mom Whispers Patrick Swayze 50 times. That's that's the title. I just, it's fun to say it. I'm just being really silly. It's late here for us to record, so I'm it's getting a little, a little loopy. Than, yeah. Um, so, again, we really appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks that so it, much. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a cool thing. Like, and that's, honestly, we've gotten a couple of emails like this, and, and I've heard a couple people refer to this podcast in similar fashions. And to me, it actually, like, whenever I post this podcast online or I do anything, I actually change the genre. It used to be entertainment, film, or whatever. Now I do movie review slash feel good. Because I would say this is this is absolutely a feel good. Right. This is like, we're not like, oh, this is garbage. It's like, I'm like, this sucks. And you're like, no, it doesn't because everyone is special and everyone is entitled into their own opinion and blah, blah, Except blah. Quentin Tarantino. Except Quentin Tarantino. You're human garbage. No, I wouldn't Don say Escobedo that. Don Escobedo says you are human trash. Like he cares what Don Escobedo says, but I would never say he was human trash. Wait, do you hear weird. that? I think somebody's under the table. No, there's <laughs> no one under the table. All right, what else? To, oh, let's pick our theme for next week. Well, we got two more things. Oh, I'm we sorry. We got a Facebook. 
Kid Tested Mother Proof. Check us out on Facebook. We got a Zazzle. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash K-T-M-A show. We got shoe shoes. We don't got shoes. <laughs> I almost made shoes, but we don't we have, have shoes. Sh- no, we have cups, playing cards. Blankets. Blankets. Shirts. Baseball jerseys, which I love. I love baseball jerseys. You're but wearing a baseball jersey. I have about six different baseball jerseys. It, it's styles. the baseball tee. It's not a baseball jersey. No, it's the sorry. Yeah. It's like the baseball tee, which I love. Cause you, that'd be cool if we had baseball jerseys, though. Yeah, no, I like the no, I like the tee. I'm buying one. You've been saying that for weeks. Oh, uh, right. We also have our <laughs> Patreon. Uh, same thing. Yep. KTMA show, or just search up contested mother approved. We've gotten a at couple Patreon. more. At, yeah, okay. that's what I said. Uh, we got a couple more donations. We really do appreciate it. We actually have an episode coming uh, based on donations, and so obviously not this next episode, but the one after that, that will be a specifically sponsored episode. Uh, what I mean by that is not sponsored as an advertising thing, but somebody gave a specific amount uh, on their Patreon, and what that means is, I think it's 25 You get your own episode. Yep. You don't have to choose a theme. You just say, I want mom to watch blank, yep. and I want Ruben to watch blank. If you want to pick a theme and you want us to pick the movies, sure, great, whatever. But And do they we, get to say a message too? Yes, Am I because, read a message? Yes. And that's, I don't think we say it on the Patreon, but mom reads the messages. I think that's way more fun. So just think of the most horribly offensive, No, because I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say anything yucky. Um, also, if you give us $25, mom will watch it, so... No. Anyway. No. On to the theme for next week. Yes. This theme is inspired by an email from yes. Louis. Louise. Louise. <laughs> okay. A bunch of our friends call him Louis. Yes, but that's but not that's his name. But that's not his name. Yeah. It's that's, Louise. That's such a, like, that's such a you thing. Well, that's not his name, and you have to respect what his name is, because maybe he doesn't like that. No, that has nothing to do with it. What it has to do with is sometimes when I get my coffee certain places and they ask me for my name and it's a, a boy at the register, they spell my name D-O-N. And that you makes heard that. Me... Mom doesn't like boys who work at Starbucks. I didn't say Starbucks because I love Starbucks. But so that's why I'm a little Where bit... Where else do you go that they ask for your name? I don't know. But anyway, um, or if I'm working and I answer the phone, I'm either... Oh, my favorite one is Dylan. I can't tell you how many people say, yes, Dylan. Dylan? Dylan. Dawn. I, I, apparently, maybe I twang it, or I have no idea why I would twang it, but Dylan. I get Dylan all Dylan. the time. Dylan. <laughs> something. Or Donna. Well, which, that, yeah. that makes sense. But, but so I'm a little bit more sensitive to wrong names because I get it quite a bit. All right, this is for Luis. Luis, you don't have to make it all Luis. Just, this is, I don't know. So what was his idea for the theme? His idea was movies where you root for the bad guy. Okay, who's going first? You, uh, no. Wait, wait, wait. I went, I went first for sure. No, no, you went first. You went first for sure. No, 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 no. Yeah, because you went first because because you were like, you were like, hey. I went second. No, you because, were like, you have to no. watch Go With The Wind. And then yes. I was like, you have to watch Scott Pilgrim. And I was more upset that, that you were not. That was two episodes ago. This last episode, I went, you uh, went, you picked. I totally forgot. Yeah, you picked first, and then I gave you, I made you yeah, yeah. choose early 80s or late 80s. So who is first? I go first. You go first. Okay, go. Okay, so I'm actually going into the, the 2000s. Wow. I can't remember what year it is. Can't remember what movie it is. <laughs> I know what movie it is. I keep forgetting. I'll give you the star. Okay. Will Ferrell. I already forgot the theme. The theme is where you root for the bad guy. Root for the bad guy and it's Will Ferrell? Mm-hmm. You want another star? Yeah. Brad Pitt. What? Okay. Brad Pitt and Will Ferrell are not in a movie together? Okay. And you want the third star? Yeah. Tina Fey. What movie is this? Megamind. Oh. It's a great film. Yeah, but of, of course. Hello, what do I watch? Yeah. Megamind, isn't that a great movie? Have yeah, you seen it? Yeah, no, yeah, I have. I just was like, ooh, that's a good kid. Oh, it's a, it's a kid's movie. Sorry, it's a kid's movie, but it's really good. I, You know what? I have barely seen Despicable Me, because I just, I don't care. Right. From what I've seen, I 100% like Megamind more. Like, Megamind, it's, it's the same movie. It really is. No, it's not, actually. Isn't it, Bad Guy Wants to Be a Good Guy? Blah, 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 blah. Kind of. Just like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, it's, okay. it's... Just watch it. It's good. Uh, all right. What are you picking well, for me? Well, we've been on such a Patrick Swayze kick. 
because I had to watch that other one. And why are you making that face? And want such a Patrick Swayze kick. And Patrick Swayze was in a really good movie with Keanu Reeves, <laughs> which they remade into an even worse movie. And that why would movie, I root for the bad guy in that movie? Well, you're not going to watch that movie. You're okay. going to watch a movie inspired by that movie. Okay. You are watching. I do not remember what year it comes out. Okay. You're watching. Oh, do you want Do you want who's in it? Sure. Oh, geez. If I could pick somebody that's not... Just pick one, because I probably won't know it. Uh, Vin Diesel. I'm you watching Triple X. No. I'm watching Fast and Furious. You bet you are. Which one? The first one. Oh, I love it. Because, so I was taught, I was texting Robert, my brother, who absolutely loves these movies. These are the he Citizen Kane. He loves them Kane. so much. Even these, though he sleeps through them, he still yeah, loves them. Yeah, he loves these movies. I was like, I'm going to make mom watch Fast and the Furious this week for this theme. And he goes, which one are you going to make her watch? And I was like, I think the first one is, he goes, because the bad guy in, like, one movie in the next movie he's one of the good guys right so, so it's every every movie you're like one. yeah okay. and i was like well the first one because i think it is the least convoluted plot and he was like yeah that one works yeah so you're gonna so be watching fast i love that movie really yeah it's not good it's just it's point break. so great it's just point break okay point well it's better because i didn't like point break at all what nope you because, didn't like point break but you like because fast and the Furious. patrick swayze is not a bad guy and i'm sure keanu reeves is a nice person but I'm not a huge fan of his. So you didn't like as Patrick Swayze plays at least not really the bad guy. He's a bad guy and he has blonde hair. He's not a good blonde haired guy. Wait. No, what? What color would you say his hair normally is? Brown. No, it's blonde. He's a blonde when well No no I would no, say no, it's no. Not platinum blonde. In point break, it's like surfer ble- bleachy blonde. Is it? Yeah, and it's yeah, it's not good. And plus no, he plays a bad guy and he's Patrick Swayze, he can't be a bad guy. He's Patrick Swayze. He's, don't they wear, like, president's masks in that movie? I don't know. He, okay, I just pulled up a picture of Patrick Swayze in Point Break. Yeah, and it's blonde. Yeah. It's blonde. It's like this... The surfer blonde. To me, that's the same exact color. I'm sure it's not, but that's the, that. That's what he looks like in Roadhouse to me. His hair is longer in this, for sure. And in Roadhouse, it's more puffed up. Poofy, yeah. But... Yeah. Maybe okay. it's darker in Roadhouse. I don't know. Fast and Furious. And Megamind. It's so good. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next week with Megamind and Fast... I don't even know what I'm going to title that episode. Just say Brad Pitt's name a bunch so I can call it... Mom no, Whispers it'll Brad be Pitt. called Fast and the Megamind. It probably will. Or Megamind and the Furious. Do I have to put like six E's in there? <laughs> For what? You said Megamind in the Furious. Why would I put an E? Why would you put E's? It's an I. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, bye, have a good bye. night.